Oh, no. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, what's up, everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Wait for you to look, Dave. You were looking. Um, So last week I had a little bit of problem with my uh, equipment here, so I apologize, everybody. But uh, you had to listen to Dave talk the whole night. Um, Man, it was awesome. It was so awesome. So many positive comments. To be honest with you, I was too busy freaking out about all my stuff that I had going on here. So, (laughs) so anyway, welcome to Indie Music Live, episode one hundred and twenty-four. That's right, one hundred and twenty-four episodes we've done of this amazing podcast. Lincoln Plowman just walked in. Hello, sir. Share this video out, everyone. Tonight we have a wonderful show. Uh, David is here. I'm not wearing pants, and boy, do my feet stink. That's great to hear, man. I mean, we got. On, uh, some more updates on the website. Bunch of new reviews coming through. Chris Swan is just, he's crushing it, man. His, like, critic, critique, and writing skills. Uh, I'm, I'm just pretty impressed, man. He's been cranking out some videos. And uh, Jared Padone as well. Um, the word of the, of the show, Joe, is church. I'll explain later. Just church. And then we got Mark Miles here, who's going to be critiquing with us. He's a past featured artist. We're happy to have him here. What's up, Mark? How you doing, man? <laughs> oh, he's pulling the joke. Is he pulling the Joe Keys routine? The you guys always been supporting my oh. music, so good opportunity to come out here and chop it up with you guys. I wonder if his mic turned off or something for a second. We didn't hear anything you just said, dude. Shit, I said, what up, everybody? How you doing, man? Doing good. Thanks for being here. That's weird. That's uh, it's like your mic like turned off for a second. We thought you were pulling my joke again, which isn't nope. funny. No, it was a Rob Hicks private. There's too many jokes going on, man. It's like nobody knows what's going on. Definitely good to come chop it up with you guys. Thanks for always supporting my music. Absolutely. Get my music videos on here and everything else. So looking forward to uh, hearing everything you guys are featuring this week. Awesome. Cool. So let's go ahead and get things started. We got Kinship here as featured artists are going to be coming up in a little bit. Uh, we're calling them the Hoover Brothers here in the green room. So, Rob, whenever you're ready, let's go ahead and listen to some music. Uh, let's share this video out. Let us know what you think in the comments. We're going to listen to Chris Arnott with Fighting with the Devil. We'll be right back. Settle down and rest your bones When you've been fighting with the 
are not fighting with the devil that's uh some fast driving right there i don't know if i would ride in the car with that guy but that's a pretty good song um i enjoy this this sound seems like a european type tune i don't know what do you think dave really no i wasn't feeling that but i was uh (laughs) no this this i was digging this one man i was as pete the politician i like to say this is i heard this in a movie man maybe a tom cruise movie all the right moves or something where he's just kind of sprinting down the streets or driving through the city or something but i was it was interesting i was waiting for this song to just have this massive kick in it just like huge distortion like i, I did kind flat. of what's that i'd say it's a little flat yeah but i, I don't know i kind of grew to like it you know by the end uh, it i don't know it was almost kind of that feeling of leaving you waiting for some kick in and then it never came but then when you listen back, it's like, okay, this is cool for what it is. Uh, the vocals, I think, were very well done, man. I, it was a vocal-centric song. Uh, nice effects, nice mix on this. Um, well done. Marky Mark. I mean, not Marky Mark. I'm sorry. I call everybody I know Mark, Marky Mark. I know that probably sucks. Mark uh, Miles. I get that all the time, man. <laughs> I definitely I get that all the time. Man, you know, I, I think this song can really grow on you after listening to it a couple times. It did me. You know, it's mm-hmm. not really my, you know, first choice of genre for what I'd kick back and listen to. But after a few times, you know, I really started to like it. The song's got a lot of roots. It's kind of like a soul, rock, blues, gospel type of joint. And I like that. You know, some might say the beat's a little bit simple and repetitive. And like you said, you were just waiting for that big come in, but... I think it kind of matched the emotion and the energy level for what he was trying to capture with the song. And it's kind of like one of those reflecting on life type joints. So I think that, I think a lot of people could vibe to this one. Reflected, it was like a journey. The song was a journey and most, you know, I don't know if other people felt like they're waiting for a kick in, but I mean, there's not always a climax in a journey, you know, sometimes it just keeps going. And that was the song, so. It was cool, man. It definitely could have used a big grand finale, though. I you think so? Yeah, I. Yeah. I'm I'm torn on it now because I, I think there's almost a, a positive aspect of it because it caused me to listen a couple more times, to see it for what it is, and not have an expectation like I did the first time, and right, it was right. interesting. Yeah. Cool. Well, Bobby Stamps is here. Just so you know, everybody, he's crying for some reason. I don't know. Oh. I hope he's okay. Um. Yeah, so let's go ahead and listen to some more music, guys. Um, again, we got... Okay. Rob, I'm getting something very important here. Hold on, Rob, yeah, what? News. News coming in. Okay, so Rob's telling me that uh, our YouTube... Uh, feed didn't didn't go so he's got to restart that we're not there should be a flash on the screen he says possibly so don't worry about it it's not you it's for three seconds okay it's not your bad acid trip are we gonna do that now rob (laughs) okay so for three seconds we're gonna be gone so ready public service announcement we would like to remind you 
Go ahead. All right, Rob says I'm good. So thanks. Oh, now we got the notification for uh, on YouTube. Good. So now we're live on YouTube as well. So everybody share this video out. Uh, appreciate you being here every Tuesday night at 10 o'clock Eastern time. Um, Indie Music Live. And uh, we got a lot of cool stuff planned for the summer. Just wanted to let everybody know that uh, we have a couple of specials going on for the month of May up until May 31st. Uh, we're taking 90% off of the submission fee for the featured artist submission. Of course, you can always submit for free on the website, and we might listen to it. But if you uh, pay the submission fee, which right now is only on top of the list, and um, take a nice listen to it, and uh, you can see the graphic up there as well. So you can use code FA90 to take take advantage of that. And then also uh, on the website, uh, on the store, you can we're doing 40% off of any other service. Uh, the rest of the month till May 31st. Use code SPRING40 for that as well. So you can check that out. So let's go ahead and listen to some more music. I believe this young lady is from Australia. Australia. Um, that's a joke. We'll we'll get to that later. Yeah. Foreshadowing once <laughs> so again. Seriously, we've been working with this company um, called the A&R Department, and they're out of Australia, and we've been helping promote their SoundCloud links. And uh, we're going to be having some featured artists from Australia coming up in the, in the near future. I'm trying to work out those dates. This is Carrie Haywood going to the grave. Please share this out. Let us know what you think in the comments, and we'll be right back. Carrie Hayward on uh, Indie Music Live. That was going to the grave for video. We're working with this wonderful company out of Australia called the A&R Department, and they've been submitting tons of music. I mean, like probably like, I don't know, what, 30 or 40 tracks in the last like six weeks or something like yeah. that. 
Um, so they're they, they're really cool. Check them out on uh, on Twitter. They are actually it's the the A and R department. I think it's D E P T or something. I'm not sure, but type them into the search. You'll find them. So uh, Mark, we told yeah. you you're going first. Don't be nervous, man. Well, you know what? This one, it's interesting you say she was from Australia because that was my first question. Is like, where is she from? This is I think, so different. I think. Don't Maybe. Yeah. You know, but uh, I think the production is great on this one. The guitar, the drum work really complemented the song well. How they kind of came in with a little bit of whistles after the chorus really went with the song well. I could definitely see this one being placed in a movie. I know uh, you guys mentioned that last song too but this one definitely i can see movies television she's got a real distinct delivery with like how she says her words when she's singing so i think it gives her uh kind of the distinctive vibe you know yeah i was i was feeling adele and when i was listening to this tune just in terms of her delivery it's a little little different not you know, quite like down as, under adele yeah maybe not quite a down under indie adele like it's not quite as you know pop production and all that stuff there's alternative flavor but like mark was saying man the the rhythm section in this was super tight it, it was just like a real nice groove um but yeah so we were chatting before the show just about videos like whether to do one like if it's just kind of like a i don't know maybe an average video do you still upload it is it still worth doing it uh what do you mark what do you think man uh, I think that if you're going to go with the video, it's definitely got to depict the song. Uh, this video, I'm not sure, really told me what the song was all about. I'm, I'm not really sure that the video depicted the song exactly. Um, but, I mean, it was a good video. You know, it, it's a visual. It's always good to put a visual with your song. It's always going to help it get it out there further. But I think you definitely want to focus on what direction you're going with your video. Uh, just to portray whatever you're trying to get across with the random random thought here is like the videos where it's just lyrics and there's just like you know pictures and effects going on behind them um what do you think of those man like do you think it's still worth creating those because it helps to be on youtube i think that's the point when artists make these yeah absolutely i think a lot of people have a hard time too like understanding lyrics and things like that so like lyric videos and I mean, any visual you can put with your music, especially with social media right now, that's going to be the key. Any way that you can put your your song in front of their eyes, you know, and, and put the two and two together, that's, that's going to be key. But some of the lyric videos, I think, are really helpful to the listeners who maybe don't catch on the lyrics quite as well. Um, if you're going to do something, you know, instead of a regular music video, if you want to go that route. Fair point. I, I lean towards e- even a video like this where it's, lower production there's not a bunch of bells and whistles going on and everything but the important thing is that you get to see the artist like you get to see how Absolutely. she moves how what she looks like when she's singing all that stuff and that what you would see if you saw her live just a little taste of that and i think there's value in that so anyway cool well that's a good conversation guys i wish i was listening so let's go ahead and <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, time to intro the featured artist for the night. These guys are really great. Once I heard their music, I barely listened to about 30 seconds of it, and I knew that I wanted to have them as a featured artist just because of how they are. Um, real, like, sort of old-school flavor and uh, true wordsmiths in my mind. Um, they don't, you know, their, their rhymes and raps and stuff are truly original, and 
go on. I, I'm, we're going to let them talk about it. I like it a lot. So, Kinship, how are you doing tonight? Your brothers, we got Australia and Michael, right? So, what's up, guys? How you doing? Uh-oh. Rob's... There we go. There yeah, we go. I think, I think Rob, we're unmuted now. We're doing great, man. Thank you. Yeah, glad good. Well, I'm glad here. you're here. Um, like I was telling you earlier... Um, this is the time where I want you guys to just sort of give your elevator pitch of your music, um, you know, basically just who you are and what you're doing. And um, then we're going to check out your song, Love You Like That. If you could just make a few words about that as well, we'll come back and we'll get deeper with Dave. Yep. Absolutely, man. So, um, you know, we're kinship. We, uh, we've we been around, man. We're old. You can tell by the gray in the beard, you know. <laughs> I got gray in my beard, too. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no but, but, um, but, you know, we, we just basically create entertainment at this point in our careers started off as MCs, writing songs doing shows um had a couple deals on the table we were conscious rap gangster rap came in we were like nope we're not doing that um (laughs) you know went to college got careers had families and children and all that stuff and so now man we're at a point to where we just can can be free and create and uh it's a lifestyle it's what we do you know, we came up in the era where you had to really MC. You had to, you know, write rhymes that had to mean something. People had to, you know, you had to be ready to, to display skill. And you had um, to have technique. Yeah. Just yep. Right. And, and so, you know, nowadays it's, it's a little different. And I'm not knocking the young cats, but it is what it is. So, um, but that being said, you know, Love You Like That is a song that, you know, as fathers, you know, Mike and I, uh, you know, we, we've got daughters. Um, and so we, we just wanted to take a stand and say, look, there's another voice in hip hop. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you can, you can display a different message than the one that's been, you know, pushed to us, uh, so heavily in, in the mainstream. So this Great. is just our little take on, you know, giving people something else to think about when it comes to relationships. Yeah. Nice. Cool. So we're going to check out a quick snippet of that video. Y'all can check out the full video wherever you watch videos online. I'm sure YouTube is probably the place that you're going to go. But um, this is Kinship with Love You Like That. Please share this out. Let us know what you think in the comments and we'll be right back. Hit it, Rob. Good in here. Ooh, what you cooking? 
favorite. Ooh. Girl, what's wrong with you? Look at me. All right, so we skipped a little. Oh, geez, deeper with Dave, man. I, man, what? God, what? What happened? All right, it's my fault. It's probably my fault. Um, <laughs> no, I was. I got caught up in the end of that video, which we will discuss in, a, in just a few moments but um dave you're fired call me later thanks i mean joe always he always has to inter interrupt deeper with Dave. i get a flow going and then he just cuts in there screws everything up but Shut anyway up, see anyway so we have we have australia and mike so and we checked australia's birth certificate and it's legit his name is australia he's a third in the family like he said um but your stage name, so to speak, is the ubiquitous poet and the eloquent slave. Is that correct? That is correct. That is correct. All right, man. All right, Australia, you go first. Explain what those mean. Those names mean, man. Yeah. So ubiquitous poet basically was something that I, you know, I named myself, and um, I always found that I like poetry and lyricism was important to me as as an artist. So I wanted to be universally accepted, right? I understood that I wanted to do this for commercial success. So ubiquitous was the word that I thought had a flow to it. I could throw it in rhymes and it actually with, you know, multi-syllabic so I could, you know, use that and play with yeah. it. But it also represented kind of my aspirations as an artist when I was just starting out. Eloquent Slave, I took that name. Uh, I try to be very precise you know, I try to, you know, have the precise rhymes. So that's the eloquent part. And then when I get entranced in a beat, it enslaves me. So, you know, I, I just put the two together, try to give you the precision rhymes, precision lyricism. And, and then I become entranced with the beat, which enslaves me. So that's why I came up with the name Eloquent Slave. I like it, man. I like it. Super cool. So I... As I say, as I probably said this a hundred times, is that uh, rap influences are not my forte, but I was maybe feeling some public enemy here. Is like this is like mid to late 80s old school rap style. Uh, it just kind of brings you back as you're listening, at least it did for me, to that era. Um, yeah. Are those, yeah. are, are, are those, that era, are those rappers and those hip hop artists, are those like your main influences? even today yeah i mean i think that's a fair statement you know i think uh the, the the folks that most uh influence you when you're coming of age are, are typically the artists that or, or the music you're going to like as you mature and so you know we definitely came up in the era of the native tongues you know you had the jungle brothers they lost old trap call quest big daddy, big daddy kane uh so like 90s golden era hip-hop is 
definitely when we came of age. And we were also performing and, and writing and rhyming at that time as artists ourselves. But, you know, we looked up to those guys. And, and so those influences definitely shine through. And even today, I think, you know, that's kind of where I feel like it peaked. Um, and, and so we just keep that going. All right, so you talk about that era. So uh, we, did you consider yourselves a rap duo that far back as well? Yes, yes. absolutely. We, we always were a duo, even that far back. But the thing I knew back then, our father basically instilled in us at an early age, don't just do one thing. And also think like an owner, not like a player, you know, a player right? So don't aspire just to be a player, aspire to own the team. Right. And so immediately I knew that I needed to, we needed to produce ourselves. And then after paying for studio time, we realized we need to own the studio. <laughs> and so those were investments that we made pretty early on to turn ourselves more into a business than not just a, well, an Well, yeah. And that that's awesome to hear. It's kind of come full cir circle in many ways because just these two videos that I've seen, uh, what really jumps out to me, I, I, I said this to Joe last week, was just the example of the other creativity that you guys have and that you inject into your music. Like last week, it was this video, this like futuristic video with cartoons where it depicted both of you as artists. And 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 this week, it's like, boom, it just hits this brick wall at the end and goes into kind of like a movie scene that is really right. emotional. It's not just this random scene. It really grabs you. It's like, well, what's going on there? Obviously, there's an... Uh, a serious message or some type of message there. So what is that message in that song? Well, for me, and I think for my brother as well, it's time to stop misogyny. It's time to, it's time to, especially for men <clears throat> to stand up and, and, and say something against the misogyny that women, because I have six daughters. And wow. Holy crap. would not want a person or a man or anyone to treat my my daughters without anything but respect. So for me, the message is it's time for us to start treating each other, in particular women, better. And that's it's just it's just that simple for me. Now I'm gonna let my brother give yeah. you an answer on that. And, and no, that's well said. And and to just piggyback on what he's saying, I also would just add to that that um, relationships don't have defining moments like they did. I mean, if you think back in history, in our country, the 50s, you know, there were gender roles and people, I mean, they were wrong by today's standard, but people sort of knew this is what uh, society is built on. And, and, and somewhere along the way, I think, um, you know, it's confusing for people. And, and I think that if you grow up listening to, you know, being called a B and a, and a you know, an H um, and, and put down all your life, you don't know that that's not normal, yeah. right? And so I think uh, it's important for, for there to be a voice to say, look, that's not how you love somebody. A relationship doesn't have to be that way. Uh, you can still be cool and, and, and you know, enjoy rap and, and be hip or whatever you want to call it and, and not beat on your, your, your significant other. Yeah, and what I would add to that, man, is that when you say it's confusing, to me it's confusing to uh, the older era in many ways, like the misogyny and the disrespect. It's confusing to them today because they're wondering, like, why isn't this okay anymore? 
because that's yeah. how they live their life. And it's like, wait, there's all this change. I just want to go back to how it was in the 50s where I could just like treat people like shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's no like, that, that's it's like, no, man, that's not cool anymore. It's like, just get with the program. And, uh, yeah, no doubt. And I think you'll find another theme in our music, even with the Out of Place Artifacts and with this and other things that, that we do. We want you to um, realize that there are multiple facets to everything. And we try to give you, we're not going to preach to you. We're conscious, but we want you to think about it and come to a conclusion that's right for you. I mean, the title of the song is Love You Like That. Well, well that sounds like a love song. What are they talking about? And it's like, no, it's it's the worst kind of love song that you could possibly imagine. You know, and we felt that it was important to show the violence, right? Show this woman getting you know, her ass beat in the video so that people understand this is not a joke. This is real life. Yeah. And, and so um, those double entendres are important to us to, to kind of create that tension. And also, it, it rap music can be depicted as that woman as well because... The metaphor on that is rap music or hip-hop is not what it was. It's all, it's okay to do drugs and things like that. Which, if that's what you get paid at doing, that's cool. But, you know, hip-hop and the artistry, I see as the woman as well. And there are people that are beating her, uh, metaphorically, beating her into the submissive uh Format and I and we just are speaking about how we don't like that either. So yeah. it has a two-part meaning to me. Well, that's that's a great message, man. I, I I think that's awesome. Everything you guys just said. So, as you're later in your careers, like where, what are you looking to do the next five, ten years? Are are you more excited about being in the studio and just being creative and releasing stuff online, or are you guys still interested in uh, doing live sets? Um, really for us, I think we want to move and, and, and try to dominate or at least uh, get some level of maturity in, you know, modern day distribution. Uh, you know, the online thing, we're learning it as, as kind of we go, but uh, we, we have ventured off and we're producing films. Uh, we've got a comic book line that's about to come out. Uh, we've got a children's book that we both wrote uh, that's going to be released pretty soon. And so we're, we're just kind of branching out to show that entertainment with a message uh, can hit a bunch of different uh, forms of entertainment. And, and that's what we are going to bring to the people. Also, Out of Place Artifacts. <laughs> you'll, you'll see the short film soon. Um, and uh, that's what these hats, these shirts depict. Uh, you can go to the outofplaceartifacts.com and check it out outofplaceartifacts.com and what what's your website again for your music yeah uh you can find us basically on all the all the major uh, streaming uh outlets but if you go to to make it simple o-o-p-a-f p i'm sorry o-o-p-o-f dot com out of place art of facts dot com you can find our music you can find the comic you can find basically everything that we're doing there Get the action figures and all that stuff too. Yeah. Okay, so is uh kinshipent.net, is that correct for yeah, we own that too? Okay, excellent. All right. Guys, it was a, so much of a pleasure to have you on. I, I appreciate all the words you said. I mean that that's really important, powerful stuff, and we'd love to have you guys back, maybe talk about 
this movie and whatever new stuff you got going on. So have an excellent Thank night. you, man. It's Absolutely. a pleasure to be here. Thank you. All right. So the next tune, if Rob is ready, I believe it's called Surf by the band Valkyries. Let's cue this one up, Rob. Thank you. Right there. served by the band Valkyries. I love this tune. I was kind of reminiscent of like mid 90s grunge or maybe kind of a sound that spawned out of that, which is a little more melodic and spacey. But I was thinking of that era mid to late 90s, even going back to a song uh, Under the Milky Way by uh, The Church. There it is, Joe Church. I would um, say this is more, I mean, I would classify, if I had to classify it, I would say it's like surf rock. Really. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, that's enough. I mean, even in the video, they're carrying surfboards. But but yeah, I was, I think there, no, there the is. The sound, though, the sound, though, it's like the, you know, the Beach Boys sound, right? Well, of course. But the, well, there's, 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 yeah. alt, there's an alt rock sound, though, now that's like, it's called beach rock. Yes. And this, what's, this sound is like, super warm like a really wide spectrum with the guitars which i love it fills up your ears when you put on the headphones and everything i always love that just kind of really grabs you when you listen but mark what do you think man mark surf rock's your favorite right rob you got him muted by the way the uh one of my favorite joints of the night you know these guys look like they had a lot of fun making the video they look like some cool dudes i'd want to go kick it with them you know, I have them teach teach me how to do some uh, surfing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but this one kind of had that summer feel good vibe, 
And I like the video with the tight shots of the band playing, but they still had the different scenes and storylines throughout. Uh, some of the water shots were great. There were a few other shots in there that I thought were pretty creative. Um, so it was real well thought out. And I think that this video allows fans to see kind of a personal side of them, kind of having fun and just mm -hmm. doing what they like to do. So I think that's really important when you're building your fan base is kind of like really kind of showing that personable side of the, the band members and everything. So I think that was a good look and I, I'd like to hear more music by these guys. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they look very young, but their sound is very full. So, I mean, they got good production, good engineering going on. So they're hooking up with the right people or maybe they're doing it themselves, but it sounds great. Um, yeah. I did notice they were young, so it is good. Their production level is heavily respectable for if they are young you know what I'm saying? hey joe one sec you want to let's give mark a chance to say a few words on kinship man sure what'd you what'd you think of those guys man Dog, yeah, five shot, seconds mark go definitely shout, shout out to kinship <laughs> man that last uh that last group was definitely more like my genre and what i do so it's more of something i can speak on but definitely right away uh before even meeting them it gave me that throwback feeling between some of their flow patterns the beat uh, specifically, I kind of liked the lines where he said he was played out like a game of Atari and then he went right back and hit a reference to a joystick. You know, I thought that was really fresh. Um, but the topic and the storyline of the song was very important. The message they were coming with was very important. And uh, I think that the video really painted the picture of the song well. So all in all, killed it. I definitely want to hear more joints by uh, Kinship. So, Mark, before we head out, man, let everybody know where they can find your music and what you got going on. Definitely. You guys might have seen me on the show before, but if you don't already know, you can check me out. Mark Miles, coming right out of Detroit. Uh, check out my website, markmiles.com. Miles is spelled with a Z. You can find my music everywhere, Spotify, iTunes, you know, everything like that. Uh, give me on Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is, man, and uh, keep in touch. Are you on Pornhub yet? I'm not, but I'm definitely working my way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So Robert Hicks, everybody, Hicks Video. If you need professional live streaming production, he's your guy to go to. It's H-I-X-V-I-D-E-O on Facebook, Hicks Video, Robert Hicks. Remember that name. Dave, any final words tonight? No, man, good times. I mean, I think that was a that was just a great chat with the Kinship guys. I mean, yeah, they're I, cool dudes. I like them yeah, a lot. Yeah, some powerful uh, thoughts and some statements there, and I, I, I'm i with them 100%. Yep, so. I cut the, the whole conscious rap. I, I, I forgot that term, but the, that's that's my favorite type of, you know, flow. If I'm going to listen to rap, it's got to be meaningful. It's got to be talking about something to make you think. Um, so, anyway. There's not too much of it out there like that coming out nowadays. So not lately, man. Yep. That. And some of the words that they said when metaphorically how they're speaking on the hip hop and the rap game and, and kind of everything they had to say, man, mad respect to all that. Yeah. And that's what I was just, uh, that was, that was what I was meaning. Like when I heard their music, it was like within the first 30 seconds of the song, I knew that I wanted to have them on the show. Cause they're, you could tell they were smart and thoughtful and stuff. So. Anyway, thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, if you're still here on the replay, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we're here every week, Indie Music Live, Tuesday nights. Ep uh, this has been episode 124. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I'm going to go uh, clean my feet. They still stink. Have a good night. <laughs>